not about the ordinary. We've got enough of that. It's about the extraordinary. And we need more. Hi there, I'm Jared Penner, and welcome to the Extraordinary Leaders Podcast, where we spend time with recognised leaders and global experts exploring the art and science of remarkable leadership. Welcome to the Extraordinary Leaders Podcast. My name is Jared Penner, and I'm your host in this exploration of the art and science of remarkable leadership. If I'm a stranger to you, let me share a little bit about myself so that we, we can become better acquainted. I'm the CEO and founder of Extraordinary Leaders, a leadership development company. For over 30 years, I've been researching, teaching and practicing leadership. And today, I'm a leadership advisor and coach to billionaires, CEOs, boards and senior executives. I've taught thousands of leaders around the world, from supervisors to senior executives, in many diverse scenarios, including jungle mining camps and high-tech startups, and from sprawling factories to skyscraping corporate boardrooms. I'm also deeply committed to lifting the bar on leadership and leadership development. As you'll discover in this and future podcasts, we need more extraordinary leadership in our teams, organisations and communities, and we can all play a part in making progress with this, especially through our own individual journeys towards extraordinary. So this is a prologue, a setting the scene of sorts what you can expect from the Extraordinary Leaders podcast in the coming weeks. It also explains why we've assembled some remarkable people that we'll speak with over the coming weeks and months and discuss what a more extraordinary version of leadership can look like, what it's capable of producing in our teams, organisations and communities, and how we can all learn to become more extraordinary in our leadership. So settle in, it's going to be a good one. The global COVID pandemic and the other challenges of the last few years have caused the tide to go out on many leaders. Across our countries, businesses and communities, it exposed the shortfalls of the typical ho-hum garden variety of leadership that we've commonly found out there. And it's true that the dissatisfying leadership we tolerated beforehand was nothing new. It's just that the crisis of the pandemic, combined with other issues such as the climate debate and social upheaval represented by Black Lives Matter, and other movements simply focused a spotlight on it. These circumstances revealed why leadership matters and when leadership is needed most, especially in our daily lives as we battled the volatility, the uncertainty and the complexity that the last year has brought upon us all. The challenges and the opportunities we face in the near future will only intensify the attention we pay to the quality of leadership we have compared to that which we need. Because a quick review of media commentaries and state-of-the-nation reports shows that we are increasingly dissatisfied with much of the typical leadership we're experiencing in our lives, with the 2020 Edelman Trust Barometer Spring Update showing a significant drop in trust of our national leaders. And there's a good reason for our lack of trust, it seems. The quality of leadership we experience on a daily basis in many workplaces often falls short of our expectations and needs. For example, in their 2021 Global Leadership Forecast report, Development Dimensions International found that only one in four HR professionals rated the quality of leaders in their organisation as high. This means that of the 1,743 organisations covered by the study, 75% of them are populated with average, ordinary or just downright poor leadership. Furthermore, 
Thomas Chamorro Premusic, who's a professor of psychology at University College London and Columbia University, suggest that up to half of our leaders are not sufficiently competent to do their jobs properly. And this view is backed up by other studies, such as those by Bill Gentry from the Centre for Creative Leadership, showing that ineffective leaders make up half of today's organisational management pool. There is no doubt, Houston, we have a problem. The simple fact is that if the average, typical or ordinary leader is less competent and effective than we would like, we simply need more extraordinary leaders. So we've established the fact that we need better, more effective leadership in our daily lives. But what's exactly at stake here? What's the opportunity that better leadership represents? And there's at least three compelling reasons to lift the bar. Improving engagement, enabling transformation, and lifting performance. Let's start with the critical relationship between employee engagement and leadership, and why connecting team members' efforts to the work that they do is one of the most critical moments when leadership is needed. We all desire to live fulfilling and satisfied lives, especially at work, which is where many of us spend the majority of our waking hours and much of our adult lives. Yet in a recent Gallup State of the American Workplace report, research has found that only 30% of employees in the United States reported being engaged and inspired at work, while a further 20% of people reported being actively disengaged, even going out of their way to resist and sabotage the efforts of their leaders. And this state of affairs is not restricted to the United States. A further Gallup study across 142 countries, including Australia, suggests that engagement may be worse elsewhere, with only 13% of employees in the study actively engaged and 24% actively disengaged. We know that leadership by far is the number one factor that influences how engaged employees are at work. A 2015 Harvard Business Review article reported that leaders account for as much as 70% of the variance in employee engagement scores. So it's quite reasonable to assume that the blame for this widespread disengagement must lay heavily with poorer quality leadership behaviour that people are experiencing in the workplace. So to me, it's obvious. If we can improve the quality of leadership that we experience, we can increase our personal satisfaction along with a whole host of hard benefits that come from better engagement. And they can include, for example, engaged teams and their organisations produce better performance, more sustainably. The global consultancy Aon Hewitt reported that companies with the top 25% of engagement scores have 50% higher shareholder return. What's more, engaged employees experience 18% higher productivity and 60% higher quality than disengaged employees, according to an InSync surveys who are a leading research and measurement firm, and a whopping 1,000% decrease in errors was seen among engaged versus disengaged employees in another study of Fortune 100 companies. Without doubt, there's a compelling connection between better leadership and team member engagement. Without question, truly engaged employees that result from more effective leadership produce significant benefits for everyone. Although when it comes to engagement, one of the very real challenges that many leaders have in engaging employees right now is the increasingly unpredictable and challenging circumstances they are experiencing. Change is accelerating and disruption and discontinuity challenges are affecting teams, companies and communities alike. The rate at which we're having to innovate, adapt and transform is 
much higher than, say, a decade ago, and will most likely accelerate even more. Yet the rate of success for organisational and institutional transformation is depressingly low. An often cited statistic from McKinsey consultants states that more than 70% of transformation efforts fail to achieve their stated objectives. John Cotter, the grandfather of change management, echoed this view when sharing his own observation of transformation efforts. And he said, A few of these corporate change efforts have been very successful. A few have been utter failures. Most fall somewhere in between, with a distinct tilt towards the lower end of the scale. As a result, the role that leadership can play in significantly skewing the odds in favour of a successful transformation shouldn't be overlooked. In fact, leading change and transformation is one of the most critical ways in how leaders influence organisational effectiveness and success. Bill Torbett is a highly respected academic from Yale University and Boston College, who's now retired, along with his colleague David Rook, and they studied the impact of leadership on transformation success. The core of their research involved studying a large number of CEOs who had led organisational transformations. They grouped them into two categories, depending on how they thought, behaved and led. One group demonstrated more common and typical patterns, the second more extraordinary and atypical patterns. Each leader's business records were then examined, along with historical performance of the companies that they'd led. Torbett and Rook were specifically interested in counting the number of successful organisational transformations or company turnarounds that each CEO had led. When the researchers tallied the results, the outcome was striking. Of the leaders who demonstrated the more extraordinary leadership behaviours, each had led on average three successful organisational transformations. And how many successful transformations had the more ordinary, typical leadership group led? Exactly zero. These findings explain why leadership is important and helps us realise when leadership is needed most, which happens to be right now. If our teams, organisations and institutions are to adapt, innovate and transform successfully at the rate that we need them to, we will simply need more extraordinary leaders who are capable of galvanising, orchestrating and mobilising our efforts. Not just at the helms, but all the way through to the engine rooms. In fact, in my book Extraordinary, The Art and Science of Remarkable Leadership, I go beyond the work of Torbett, Rook and others to reveal even more about the connection between leadership and transformation success, showing how and why the successful transformation strategies at companies like ANZ Bank, Treasury Wine Estates and Coles all focused on developing leaders at all levels as a key priority. The bottom line is that ordinary, average, ho-hum, garden-variety leadership may indeed be tolerable when the going is good, when conditions are benign and the status quo may seem perfectly acceptable. However, when our teams, organisations and institutions are challenged by change and disruption, we need something better, something more extraordinary, a more remarkable version of leadership. Hopefully I've started to paint for you a compelling picture of what we can gain if we lift the bar on leadership, improved work satisfaction and team member engagement, and more successful transformation and adaptation of our organisations and institutions. These are, however, not the only situations when leadership is needed or why leadership is important. There's also the issue of productivity and how we all benefit from the performance gains we can realise when we have better leadership around us and in our organisations. Let's face it, the tough but unavoidable reality today 
is that most leaders are being asked to lift the bar on the performance every year. Faster innovation, better quality, improved service and greater productivity, all at a lower cost. It sure isn't easy to deliver year on year, but deliver we must. For not-for-profits that can deliver on these demands, it means better service delivery, more efficient use of scarce resources, and more people positively impacted, allowing everyone involved to live their purpose more fully. For corporates, it means more satisfied customers, better sales and superior shareholder returns, in turn attracting more investment capital to support growth and future success. Now, I'm not going to comment on the relationship between leadership and performance. I mean, that's been conclusively proven now. What I do want to comment on, though, is the critical insight that begins to emerge, that no matter where you work, leadership is advantage. Better leaders produce better results. And for anyone who's interested in organisational success, which is pretty much everyone, this is why leadership is important. In fact, for those who wish to improve team and organisational performance, a powerful mechanism for shifting the performance curve starts to reveal itself. When you shift the relative distribution of ordinary to extraordinary leadership in any organisation, you create performance advantage. What's more, for any organisation, commercial or not-for-profit, that has to compete for finite resources such as funding and talent, better leadership provides competitive advantage. The bottom line is that extraordinary leadership provides extraordinary advantage. The fact is that regardless of the lens through which we view the status quo, engagement and satisfaction, our ability to adapt and change, or our desire to produce better outcomes, we're all yearning for something different, a version of leadership we can more fully trust, engage with, and follow. Folks, I've spent much of my career seeking to understand this more extraordinary version of leadership, what it looks like, what it can do, and how we can cultivate more of it. And the acceleration of change and the challenges of the last several years has only heightened my desire and sense of urgency to find answers. So in the coming weeks, I'll be sharing some of what I've found from my search, and we'll be talking with extraordinary leaders and global experts who can talk about what it takes to become extraordinary. And I'll look forward to sharing these with you. If you don't want to miss out on any of this essential information for extraordinary leadership, subscribe to this podcast and you'll be notified whenever there's a new episode. You can also find out more about Extraordinary Leaders at www.extraordinaryleaders.com.au. Now that's spelt extraordinary without an E, instead starting with an X. On our website, you can learn more about our programs, get access to research and white papers, and find a link to my new book, Extraordinary, The Art and Science of Remarkable Leadership, which is being released in August 2021. In the meantime, I look forward to connecting with you again. Take care. Lead well.